This could be you, motherfucker. Hey, did somebody say something? Do y'all hear that right now? And you know what? That's actually not a beer. I wish it was. That is a DC. A Diet Coke for all you nerds out there that can't put two and two together. It is 12.30 a.m. September 29th. I'm in Madison, Wisconsin, and I just got back to my hotel from an open mic night at uh, the local comedy club. I am six vodka sodas deep. Uh, and so we're just running with this fucking thing. You know what? I'll tell you what, guys. Going to see live comedy is a lot of fun. Even if it's not like the best comedians. Because they were all dog shit tonight. I'll be honest. Uh, some of them are okay. But like just the live atmosphere is so much better than when you're watching on Netflix. Unless you're like watching a killer like Bill Burr. You know? Like I like that. Um, But it was fun, man. It was better than being cooped up in my hotel room. Uh, but yeah, I, I am trying to crank out this pod tonight at 1230. I'm exhausted. Um, but, uh, what are you going to do? You know, got to get those reps in. So I'm on the DC drinking some water. I got a little slice of za to my left. And, uh, you know what I want to do? I'm going to review some of the, uh, the moves that we made this week. And boy, were there a lot of them. I mean, wow. Uh, it goes without saying. Ben, dog pound, lift fast, eat ass, is in full tilt. And rightfully so. Swift gets hurt. Dallin Cook gets hurt. <sighs> the kid's one in five. You know? It's a tough spot to be in. You know, the, the thing about this league median is it makes a tough start to the season feel a hell of a lot worse than it really is. But uh, through three weeks, the kid's not even broken 100, 100 points, 100 buckaroos. So I get it. I mean, he's in a spot where he thinks he needs to make moves, and I think he does. And I'm happy that he did. Now, was I on the receiving end of one of those moves? Sure, sure. But I think he needed to make moves, you know. Um. I was on the receiving end of a couple of those, actually. Oh, man, it's just not going well for old Ben, is it? I mean, he was the guy that wouldn't shut the fuck up at the draft, talking about how he got Waller for seven bucks, how his team was fucking stacked to the g g g g g g g gills Right? Dude's ass right now. I'll be honest, Ben, if you're listening, I'm sorry. It hurts to hear. I know it does, but... It teens ass. And, uh, quite frankly, I don't even know how you have a one in the win column. Let me go back and look at this. Uh, well, the median had to be like 80 or something for you to get a one. I don't know how that shit happened, but you made moves, and that's the important thing, okay? So we talk about this all the time, making moves early. TJ did it. Um, it's worked out well for him. I mean, he made that move right after week one, and TJ's sitting at four and two. He's sitting pretty, you know? Things could have gone a lot worse for him if he didn't make that move. Edmonds, ass. Gabe Davis, Gabe Davis, underperforming. Got to take the risk. So, talking about it long enough, let's talk about those moves. Dog Pound on uh, September 27th trades. Mike Williams, straight up, for A.J. Dillon. Mike Williams is a guy Ben's been talking about nonstop all year. Um, 
And he just treats him like chopped liver, honestly. Like, this seemed like a fucking tilt to me if I've ever seen one. Because uh, Mike Williams, he's got the juice, you know? Uh, my favorite part about this trade is the fact like Mike Lombardo made a trade. I don't think I... Can't remember the last time I've seen him make a trade in this league. Absolutely brilliant. I love the move, Mike. Congratulations. Uh, can't wait for the next one in the next four or five years. Uh, and then, like, right after the next day, Ben hits me up for Tyree Kills. When you make a deal, Amari Cooper, A.J. Dillon for Tyree Kill. Now, oh, I also got 20 fab. How am I feeling about it? Not great. Be honest, guys, I'm not feeling great. It's fucking tire kill that I moved. Um, but getting assets, I'm looking for depth. It's probably going to bite me in the ass. So I'm fully aware. If anybody wants to talk shit, go ahead and do it. Because you're not telling me anything I haven't told myself. And then Baboomski. I mean, immediately right after that deal happens. We get another blockbuster from Ben. The guy has completely turned over his entire roster. He sends Dalvin Cook, Damian Harris, Trevor Lawrence, Rashad Bateman, and 15 buccaronis to Brett more cowbell for Joe Mix, Patrick Mahomes, DJ Moore. Now, what I like about that move for Ben is he got rid of his injury concerns, sure. And it's I feel like it's short time play or uh, short term play for him because obviously he had injuries. He needs wins now. Joe Mixon's gonna help him out. Mahomes gonna help him out. DJ Moore though, let's talk about DJ Moore. <sighs> That's a tough one, man. A lot of a lot of people were hiring DJ Moore this year, just like they always are. But there is a disconnect there between him and Baker. So we'll see if that pans out for him. I feel like Ben gave up a lot. But time will tell on that one. Uh, so, let's see. Then our waivers kicked in, guys. J-Mac, Snag and Drag, Craig Mack. Big Wapparoo, 41 spin. 41 buckaroonies on Romeo Dobbs. I love that move. Love that move. Why? Could potentially be the number one for Aaron Rodgers. We've all we all know what that looks like. Okay. Devontae Adams. He held that position for a long, long time. And I love that he did it against a great defense in Tampa Bay. This is looking like a real deal. Um you gotta spend that fab money early. And I like this move a lot by Craig. Now, sure he overspent by uh 17 bucks, but you got to do what you got to do. Clearly, he's not the only one that wanted him. And when you want a guy, you got to go get your guy. So who cares if you overspend a little bit? Say Jones goes to Michael Lombardo for 23 uh, bones. Craig also tried to make a move on Zay Jones for 31 bucks, but he already landed dubs or dobs, however you say it. Now, Lombardo overspent by quite a bit. 18 bucks. But again, guys, you want to get your guy, who gives a fuck about the dollar amount? Just go get your guy. At the end of the day, it doesn't matter what you spent. You got your guy. Except when you drop a wad and literally nobody else bids. And that's what happened with Ben. Samaj P. Ryan, 13 bucks. I mean, nobody was touching this piece of shit with a 10 foot pole. I don't think anybody was worried about Mixon not playing. And, uh, but hey, you got your cuff, I guess. That's all I can say. You got your cuff. Uh, again, another fucking big spin with nobody else bidding. Craig goes for David Njoku for 11 bucks. It's a good move. I mean, I like grabbing David Njoku. Um, it does hurt, though, when you wake up and see. You could have gotten him for zero. You know? Let's move on down. Uh, Sam, wow. Is this a homer move if I've ever seen one? Literally, nobody in the fantasy world wants Darnell Mooney. Guy was on my team. And the dude's playing. He was a keeper of mine. 
actually. It's been disappointing. He's got four receptions in three games. And he's played over 90% of snaps in all three games. I think the Bears are dog shit. Justin Fields is not throwing the ball a lot. I think that was a waste of eight bucks. But, hey, Sam's willing to take a chance. He's a Chicago guy. He maybe knows something we don't know. And he drops Sterling Shepard, which is no big deal because Sterling Shepard tore his shit, and he's out for the year. So, I mean, I guess good on you, Sam, taking the chance. I will be fucking shocked if Mooney turns around. I'll also be a little upset because that's fucking horse shit. Next up, Metzler gets Robert Woods for zero bones. Not much to say there. I mean, Robert Woods finally had a decent game last week against Vegas. Nine or nine targets, four receptions, 85 yards. Showing some signs of life. Showing some signs of life. So I like that move. And then finally, TJ, a.k.a. Points on the Pine, picks up Craig Reynolds for Zero bucks. Uh, looks like Ben also tried to get him for zero bucks and missed out. TJ must have been the higher priority. And I feel like this just goes to show, like, guys, just throw a buck down. I mean, if you only want zero, like, what's the point of zero dollars? Is your season really going to end and you're going to be at zero dollars? Throw a buck down for this type of shit. But uh, nice grab, TJ. We'll see what happens with Craig Reynolds. Um, I'm really curious about the Lions as a whole with these injuries they're having. Um, uh, and then after that, we got another trade by Ben. Dog Pound. Live fast, eat ass. He, uh, he needs a running back. Actually, as of this morning, he only had one startable running back besides Samaj P. Ryan, which is the cuff to his running back that he was already playing. So that didn't make a whole lot of sense. So he made a move with me. He trades me DeAndre Swift for Cordero Patterson and $10 fab. Patterson's dog. Guy's a dog. Um, But we'll see what happens with that. I mean, I think everybody here would be lying if they said they weren't surprised about what's happening. I mean, a lot of people didn't buy in last year. It was tough too this year, but he's getting a lot of utilization, and we'll see if it uh, if it stays true going forward this season. All right, I think that's it of the moves. Um, if there's any more, I don't really want to talk about them. So we'll go ahead and wrap up the moves around the league, and we will get into the week four forecast. So before we move on to the forecast and uh, some other things we have in this episode, we'll talk about one more move that was made early this morning. Uh, Old Dog Pound wasn't done making moves yet this week because he dropped a wad on Kenneth Walker. Um, Or as Ben likes to refer to him, the second coming of Christ. Now, I don't know if Ben knows a guy that knows a guy that knows somebody's uncle, that knows somebody co- somebody's cousin, that knows somebody's uh, friend that played peewee ball with Kenneth Walker and maybe saw something on tape and that thinks he's just the shit, just waiting to emerge. <clears throat> but Ben must know something uh, to spin in uncontested 25 smackaronis on Kenny Walk is just... I'll be honest, it's it's pretty reckless, but uh, you know, maybe Ben will prove us all wrong. But definitely had to sneak that that, that in here before we move on. Um, and before we get to uh, forecasts, we got a little surprise. We have a we have one of our fellow league mates joining us for a new segment called Money in the Bank for the team that's been absolutely money thus far. Thanks for having me, Kirk. Tyler Brown, Hawking Hardman. How you doing, man? 
Oh, it feels good. Six and zero. I mean, what can you complain about? You got another hurricane coming. Oh yeah, dude. There's a war going on, nukes, all this stuff. But six and zero feels pretty good. Yeah, dude. There's no war, no nukes, no hurricanes coming to your team anytime soon. You're uh, you are the hurricane right I'm, now. I'm, I'm I'm setting nukes. I'm placing <laughs> little deposits here and there. We had a couple little trade rumors going today. It's cute and fun, but oh yeah, it's on. Speaking of trades, man, so me and you had a trade a couple weeks ago, Michael Thomas and Clyde Edwards-Alaire. I would say that's been working out pretty well for both of us so far. Did, I, I I haven't followed too much, but I did hear that did, uh, Thomas get a little banged up or something. Yeah, he, he tweaked his, his pussy a little bit, but I think he'll be back out there on the field. Right. Next week. Well, I, I just heard that on the game break the other day, and I, I thought of you. Yeah, well, I, no, appreciate, I appreciate been, the thought. Clyde's been Clyde. He's he's a solid 10 to 15. I'll tell you what, man. His usage, like snap count, hasn't been great, but his efficiency has just been unworldly. Yeah. And, if, and if he doesn't get the rock, the pill, that's some call it, <laughs> it's Pacheco. Oh, yeah. I mean, Pacheco's McKenna, still there. McKenna's going to be the mix-up. It, it's, it's all... Everyone's been mouthing the draft, but woo, woo. You know what's crazy is Clyde only has 22 carries on the season in three games, and he is he's been kicking ass and taking names. Yeah, he did he until he gets hurt. He gets yeah. a solid 10-ish back, and then he gets hurt, and then yeah. they're not gonna want to pay him, so they're gonna get them seventh rounder. Not pick up his fifth year option on Clyde, and they're going to feed him the second half of the year. That Kirk, Kirk, I mean, I'm I'm the guest speaker this week, so I'm just saying. You, you say whatever you want to say, man. Analyze my team, and I just feel like it's just it's sad that the top team in the league, six and zero, point leader, everything. You guys are like, oh, Pacheco, blah blah blah. Nothing about Justin Jefferson. Nothing like that. Dude, that's a great point. I'm happy you brought that up. Jefferson has had two disappointing weeks back to back. Week two, ten point. Yeah. I guess. You, I mean, he that's disappointing. I pooped his pants. Ten points is disappointing for Jefferson. So I'll say it. He's had two disappointing weeks in a row. Yeah. And you're getting it done without your show pony. Yeah, it's it's Lamar. If I don't have Lamar. I'm fucked. Oh, you're fucked big time. If you don't. Oh have yeah. Lamar. No, he's. He's my he's my golden pony, and I'm riding him. Oh yeah, well you're riding him hard, and you know what, man? A lot of the guys you you got in the draft that you were mocked for have been producing. Oh yeah, and one of my favorite parts of my team since I'm here six and zero point leader, everyone doubting me. Who else got a call tonight? Be like, hey, can you come on the? Po-? You should have yeah. seen my. I my wife's eye roll when I like, <laughs> hey, later tonight I'm gonna have to button out and I gotta do a podcast. And she just looked at me, she's like, For what? And I'm like, from the fantasy league. And she just <laughs> the biggest eye roll you've ever seen. But she got it and she's gonna get it later. Oh, dude, I bet that turned her on. I mean, it sounds to me like she was putting on a front, like she doesn't care. But I guarantee oh, you, you're gonna go back to that bedroom and she's gonna be waiting for for her noble steed. She doesn't know it, but she knows it. It's part of that game we play. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Everybody knows those games. So but here's like, the- I got Pacheco later. I got Pickens. Wait, Pickens by the end of the year, he's gonna be Justin Jefferson. You know, my, you know, my favorite part about your team is that the guys that aren't performing, you're just not giving a fuck. Like Pacheco, you're riding him. He scored 0.6 last week and 0.9 this week. And he's, he's still, he's still on your squad. McCole Hardman, still on your squad. Pickens, still on your squad. You're the best team in the league. And you got essentially three duds sitting on your bench and you don't give a fuck because that's how much loyalty you have. Well, I respect it. Pacheco, if if Clyde goes down, which he does every year, it's not going to be McKinnon stepping in. McKinnon's the change of pace back. Pacheco's going to step in there. They're going to give him every opportunity. They're not going to give the fifth year option to Clyde because he's not that good. They got to set, keeps the salary. I mean, 
everybody they get all this stuff and i i'm neo <laughs> i see zeros and ones <laughs> other people see like oh mel kuiper and all this stuff but i'm just zeros and ones man it's just my talent apply it and execute dude i'll tell you apply what you son of a bitch you also got alexander <laughs> madison on your bench yeah i know he's he's my little uh He's my little uh, dragon that Craig's never going to snag. <laughs> I love it, man. You know what, man? Tight end's been a fucking terrible position for a lot of people this huh? year, too. And your, your method, dude, you got two of them. And now I know Hawkinson's not been real great. He had a decent week last week, but I think decent. a lot of people would, would start Hawkinson on their team still this year. So, Well, yeah. I mean, there, there's Kelsey and Andrews. That's it. Yeah. Kittle, like. Maybe if he's healthy in there, but I mean, like Pitts, I got him in another league, and all these Hawkinson's supposed to be like tops. Like, if you don't have one of the top ones, it's it's a tough position. That's why I've kind of taken to this philosophy. Dude, tight end's tough. Like, I have get a Zach normal guy. tight end, and then get the top one as a flex. Dude, I, name so a I, better name a better flex than Kelsey. Yeah. Oh, you're right, dude. I, so I have Zach Ertz, man, and he's the tight end three on the year, and I'm still not happy about it because he's just getting me like ten points here and there. But that's how bad tight end is this season. It's it's a tough position. It is. You know that's, that's why I've been experimenting. I had college a decade <laughs> and a half ago, but now I'm starting to re-experiment. So Craig's been floating around in the idea of ridding the league of tight end entirely, and I don't know how I feel about that because then surprising craig can't execute so he wants to eliminate well then it takes away your strategy man uh you know or it yeah, takes away the power that these top tight end guys have and this is left field i've never heard anything about this yeah i think he's just floating Ooh. around i'll be honest he's real down on his team this year already well, i'm sure he's heard. one in five <laughs> and yeah, i love talking all this shit this year because i really haven't got to so they could crash and burn. I don't give a fuck. But you it's know, fun talking shit at six and zero. Oh. Hey, you can all lick my farts, dude. You need to. You smell your roses right now, man. Because <laughs> as you know, fantasy, dude, it can change very uh, fast. Yeah. But you gotta, you Kelsey gotta ride the tear, high. Terrors. He could lose a leg next week. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You never know. You never know, man. Uh, all right, man. So. Is there anything else you want to talk about with your team? Is there any shit you want to talk? Uh, um, I don't know. I'm trying to look through James Conner. He's all right. Well, Mark Jackson just butt fucking people. Dude, he's, he's just. He's my guy. That's my two weeks in a row. I've won 10, 40 plus points. Dude, you're fucking Charlie from Willy Wonka and Lamar's your golden ticket. And yeah. let's see, who's the old man? Kelsey, is he your grandpa in bed? Yeah. Hey, all I got to say is get a heavy Lamar Jackson's contract here. He's getting paid. Oh, he's he getting paid big time. Getting hurt. His, line, his team doesn't want him getting hurt. No. And then, and then whatever happens on my starters, all you fucking pussies got to figure out is Tyler Boyd, stud. <laughs> he's in there. Should have started him last week. I, I would have been the most efficient team on the report card this week. Terrible. Yeah, Two he, weeks in a row, by the way. He is the fucking stud. Madison. He handcuffed. I tried to deal him to you today, dude, but you didn't want to deal. You Who, need him. Me? me? Pacheco's going to take over. George Pickens is going to be Justin Jefferson. Watch. Who'd you try dealing him to? Um, Mad Madison. Reefer. Is it Reefer's uh... got cooked? Oh no, that's Ben. That's uh ben live live fast eat dog ass. Pound, dog pound. Yeah. He's yep. he's trying to sling. I'm like, I got Madison. I, and he's like, if yeah. Dude, right there just goes he, to show he, that if like Cook's not playing, he might do that. I'm like, well, if Cook ain't playing, Madison's playing for me for sure. Yeah, I mean, and dude, that right there is the beauty of picking up someone else's cuff because you got a trade piece or you got a starter when their stud goes down. Yep. All right. My bench this second half. Watch out, fellas. So I don't know about I'm Miko looking, Hardman. I'm looking forward to this podcast this week, bud. Hey, I don't know about Miko Hardman. Of all the guys on your bench, I understand you riding hey. Pacheco. 
Don't tell anyone. <laughs> that motherfucker's getting cut. Terrible. Hardman? Oh, yeah. Stop. That makes Fucking sense. Terrible. All right. So right. terrible. I feel like we've fully assessed your team. So I want you to look around the league. And is there anything surprising going on that you you see in the league? Um, well, let me see here. Well, let me let me look at week four here. Let me. That's why I need to see. I need to get my laptop up. I'm 40, Kirk. I can't do all these multiple devices at one time. <laughs> hey, that's no problem, man. That's no problem. All right. Let's see here. What's a close matchup this week on projected points? Let me look at that one. Here it is. Points on the pine unicorn blood. Let me look at this. That's all I got, Kirk. I don't know if you want to go other direction. I don't know. No, I, I mean, a, I don't have I, a, I don't have a, I don't have a lineup sheet on every team here about what <laughs> I want to talk about this week. Well, no, I just, <laughs> I just want you to rip, man. I'll probably do. I don't know if Brett's even going to hop on or not. Um, he won't. He's scared. Yeah, he's he... in bed, sitting on his side, sucking his thumb. Probably <laughs> the left side. Yeah, that's the crypt side. Oh, uh, all right. Well, you know what, man. Uh Let's look at some moves that got made before. Is there anybody? Okay, yeah, we have some moves. Let's do that. Is there anybody you want to talk shit on? Is there anybody? You, who did you beat last week? Beat uh, Brett. In, in a, Brett. a message you want to send to Brett? I mean, Brett. Me and Brett had some trade discussions during the week. None of them panned out. He's he's got a big boner for Kelsey, and I don't blame him. Yeah, I don't blame. You him. got Patrick Mahomes slinging the pill, and Kelsey there, and he even had an off week. Bad week for the Chiefs. There's fucking terrible yeah. week for football in Missouri. Oh, terrible. And dude, and the Mahomes, fucking Jays even lost, dude. Who'd they lose to? The new high school. They just oh no, you can't lose. Oh, no. What is that? A team full of freshmen and sophomores? Bunch of pussies. Oh my god, dude. What's happening in Jeff City? Just bunch of frosted tip white guys. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right. Well, All so. Right, well, you shit on I'm not shit on Brett. I'm, I'm, I'm talking on the phone and I'm using the website here. And I'm used to the website. No, you're doing good, man. Well, hey, did you see the trade that went through today? AJ Dillon for Mike Williams? Yep. What do you think? Because you you had AJ Dillon last year. So how do you feel about this? Oh, I mean, AJ Dillon's money. It's just I'm not a big fan of the uh shares in the backfield. Aaron. Aaron Jones can get it. In, in your liver die by if you get the uh, bell cow, per se. But what do you do? A.J. Dillon's got some definite value, and he, he oh, saved yeah. my ass last year because Aaron he Jones did. went down. But if Aaron Jones wasn't down, he wouldn't have been doing too much. Dude, you know what, man? I got to give you credit because um, I'm happy he brought that up when you, him saving your ass because you've made some oh. – good trades in your time in this league because didn't you trade for aj Dillon and james connor last year and that kind of yeah. saved your ass from toilet bowl dude i was on a heater if i would have been <laughs> in the championship bracket i might have won it i was on a heater i won like six in a row i just made that number up i have no idea I, i'm dude i'm gonna be surprised if that was spot Sounds on like you did go on number. a heater yeah maybe that's because you're on a sixer right now Yep. As a six and oh. All and, right. And, and my my finest achievement. I, I must my favorite part of it though is I'm points leader. Because that's the real oh, fucking yeah. champion. It sure is, man. It sure is. You got uh four hundred and two points. Good God almighty. Yep. I feel like Lamar's gotta be a third of that. <laughs> You got me back to back 40s. That's my guy. If I didn't have him, I'd be fucked. One of those was damn near a 50. Yeah. But hey, (laughs) hey, man, all the points count the same at the end of the day. Doesn't matter who's scoring them. You know, doesn't matter. By the way, you're like, you're, you're like Dan Rather. You keep stirring it back to a conversation. You're like, hey, yeah, that's a good point, but we're going to bring it back here and we're doing this. Hey man, well, dude, I, hey man, I, I like, I like to stay on focus on topic and I like to have good discussion. You know what I mean? Oh, it's awesome. Um, shit. I wish I could have got my wife's face whenever I say I got a podcast. Dude, 
I can only imagine because I my, act like I'm the biggest douchebag ever. Dude, my wife pr- makes the same face. I'm sure everybody's wife <laughs> makes the same face when they say they're involved in a podcast for their fantasy league. <laughs> hey, you know what, man? This is uh, this is how we keep building tradition in the league, though. You know, I think some yeah, people are fun. liking it. I think it's fun. I like doing it. Well, yeah, I get. I look forward to it when his job. I, I was a little disappointed last week. I know, dude. But, I I felt so bad. No, don't feel bad, dude. I know it's a lot of work. I we used to do like a weekly wrap up report, and we'd all type up like paragraphs on each matchup and. And I was having to manage getting everyone's reports in. It was, yeah. it's a thing. Well, here's the I'm thing, just, man. Some people will listen. Some people don't want to participate. And that's fine. But I think it's cool. Like we have you on and like, if anybody wants to be on, I think it's better for the league. If we get to hear a lot of other people's voices too. Oh, oh yeah. Well, like I'm six and oh, hell yeah. I want to be on if I'm, oh, no. No, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, dude, imagine why it was so difficult for Craig to be on the pod last year. He wanted nothing to do with it, and he won the fucking league, man. Hey, if you get, if you get, like, I don't care. Like, I'm, I'm talking mad shit and all this stuff. Me and Craig are playing this each other this week. We do week two uh, preview or week whatever this is for. Me and Craig, I'll you're, rip his ass. You're playing Craig this week. Yep. Oh, I love that. We'll do a Thursday night uh, rip and ass preview. Ooh, Thursday night ass rip. That might be a new segment. Yep. Um. All right, man. Well, I think we can we can wrap this up if you want. I want you to I want you to make a bold prediction either for yourself or for somebody else in the league. Is there one more shit talking you want to get out or any Let any last here. comments? Hang on. Let me look here, because I think I got one bit of competition left. Where the fuck's he at on the fucking scoreboard? Oh, Reaper Cheaper, fucking wanting to send me trades when he's six and oh two because he's scared. He's oh, he's scared. Scared, trying to send me Mike Williams and Devontae. To get with Lamar Jack doesn't matter, Reefer Chiefer. You ain't doing nothing, bud. Coming down, gonna flex on you. You're down, night, night. I, I dude, that's such a power move. I love that. Of all teams to shit on, as you're exiting, you shit on the only other six and O team. That's a fucking yep. alpha move if I've ever seen one. And he tried to make a trade with me today because he's scared. What was the trade? Was it? He wanted to send me. I think I just clicked on his team. Whoops. Where the fuck am I at on my screen here? He wanted to send me. Funny. No one in his starting lineup. Oh, that's what he's known for. Oh, he made a trade later. No, oh, like, you're thinking dog pound. That's Ben. That's Ben. Dog yeah, I'm thinking yeah. dog pound. Oh, I still love that you you kind of shat on both of them. Then I love yeah. that. Yeah, fuck both of them. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Well, I appreciate you hopping on, dude. Definitely want to have you back on again. Uh, oh, definitely. Especially, fun, especially if you keep keep going on this winning streak, dude. Uh, well, th- these people need to have some showmanship. They need to have an intro song. Yeah, well, you know what? You, you've humbled a lot of people. I was I was one of them that was laughing at you at the draft. I mean, you were three sheets to the wind, <laughs> drinking vodkas and fucking wearing cat suits, and <laughs> goddamn. So, well, congrats on the hot start, man. Uh, I, I think I definitely want to have you back on the pod later this week to uh, do a breakdown between yours and Craig's matchup. I think that'd be. I think that'd get a lot of clicks. Yeah, me, me and Craig have a head-to-head on snag, snagging dragons. Snag drag and old Hawk and Hardman. I love it. Are you going to rebrand if you're dropping Hardman? I ain't rebrand until I lose, dude. Atta, yeah, atta boy. Don't need him. Don't you don't you own that name now? Not not McCool. Yep. <laughs> All right, man. Well, thanks for hopping on, dude. And uh, good luck this week. All right, later, buddy. Later. Hello, this could be you listeners. This is Hugh Pecker filling in for Ted Blada. 
I come to you regretfully informing that Ted Blada is no longer with the This Could Be You network. He did relapse, and he has been placed on sabbatical yet again. However, on some lighter news, I will go ahead and kick it over to my colleague, Axel Asplast. Take it over, Axel. Ah, ooh, that's nice. What's up, football fans? Sorry about that. Axel seemed to take a big old rip of that good green because we did some cleaning house today. You know, when you start one and five, you got to make some fucking changes. Someone's got to get fired. Someone's got to find a new home. And let me tell you what Axel did just that. I traded off eight guys and got myself a nice little haul. But y'all don't even want to hear about that dumb shit. Let's get into this week's edition of Who's Living Fast and Who's Eating Ass. Here we go. First, we're going to look at Snag Drag versus Hawkin Hardman. Who's living fast this week? I'm going to go with Gabe Davis. Baltimore secondary is broken. He had an ankle injury a couple weeks back, but I think he should be healthy this week. And that dude just catches bomb after bomb from Josh Allen. I don't think it's going to stop anytime soon. The ass eater this week, none other than Miles Sanders. Jacksonville's run D has been tough. If they can shut down Johnny Taylor and Austin Eckler, Miles Sanders is going to get stuffed. He ain't going to get shit. Now we're going to look at Bonesaw versus Hans across America. Who's living fast this week? A.J. Dillon. I had him in my eat-ass column last week, but I think this week he's going to do a lot better. New England's in shambles, and Green Bay should be playing with the lead. He always has gotten more work than Aaron Jones anyways, and I think that he's going to get two touchdowns this week. Who's eating ass? Tyler Higby. San Francisco has been very solid in coverage. Their linebackers are real good, and I think the Rams' O-line is just ass. Matt Stafford's going to be running for his life. Next, we're going to look at yours truly, live fast, eat ass, and King Turd. Who's living fast this week? I'm going to go with one of my new show ponies, Cordero Patterson. Cleveland could be out, Miles Garrett, and both their starting linebackers. One of them going to be out for the year. The other one, I don't even know if he's going to play. Cordero's already had two games over 120 yards rushing. That is fucking great. I think he could gash the Browns. Who's eating ass this week? Mike Williams. Rashawn Slater, the left tackle for the Chargers, is out for the year. <coughs> Excuse me. I don't really like Justin Herbert's rib situation. Plus, Keenan Allen should be back and healthy. Mike Williams, eating ass. We're going to go look at Reef Achieva versus Throw Some Ds. Who's living fast this week? Jamal Williams. DeAndre Spliff is out this week. Seattle, let's face it, they're ass. I'm predicting 20 carries and a touchdown for Jamal Williams. Who's eating ass this week? Allen Robinson. His connection with the quarterback just hasn't been there. He could be washed. Points on the pine versus unicorn blood. Who's living fast this week? Nicholas Jamal Chubb. That dude is running like a divorced dad avoiding child support. Who's eating ass this week? James Robinson. I could probably get this one wrong. I could probably fuck this up. But I don't I I, I don't think I don't think Jacksonville Jaguars gonna win this game. Philly's defenses look like a goddamn unit. Finally, we're going to look at DFT versus more Cowbell. Brett, by the way, change your fucking name. You ain't got more anything anymore. We're going to look at Lou's Living Fast this week. Rashad Bateman. This is going to be a high-scoring game, I think. Buffalo secondary could be in trouble. They're down Micah Hyde and another couple of their corners. I don't even know if Travis White's going to be healthy. So Rashad Bateman should eat. But he ain't going to be eating ass. We're going to save that for Josh Jacobs. Las Vegas just hasn't gotten the ground game going, and I don't think it's going to happen against this Denver front. Thank you for tuning in, everybody. Hopefully, Axel's predictions uh, turn out right this week. But if not, I'll probably just be eating a lot of ass. I suggest you do the same. Ha! See ya! All right, all right. Week four, bold predictions and matchups. We will highlight America's game of the week and the bold prediction of America's undertaker of the week, the one that's going to let us down. But first, our sponsor, we want to say thank you to Ted Blader Jr. Vodka, the vodka for the man who's lost it all. All right, here we go. 
For our first matchup, we have Snaggin' Dragons versus Hawkin' Hardman. We have Snaggin' Dragons coming in the week four at a 1 and 5 record, ranked number 11, with Hawkin' Hardman ranked number 1, 6 and 0, oh, rocking the two tight end set. However, early. Open it up early. T. Higgins gets Craig a 25-40 to 40 point lead going into the weekend. Uh, looking pretty good. Currently right now we have uh, Snaggin' Dragons with a 52% over a 48% chance of winning over Hawken Hardman. Based off the, the performance that we have going in and a couple of the injuries that might uh, actually, no, never mind. Hawken Hardman appears to have no questionable players, some decent matchups. So the prediction here is I think we actually get the first 2-0 and week win for Snaggin' Dragons. I think he beats both the median, and I think he delivers the first upset. Nothing against uh, T. Brown. Solely finally predicting I, I, I think the two tight end set may not pay off. I, I know that defense there and the Bucks is, is still uh, shutting some people out. So moving on to our next game. We have Live Fast, Eat Ass against King Turd 2021. Currently sitting at a 64% uh, probability that Live Fast, Eat Ass will beat King Turd 2021 with a 36% chance. We have Live Fast, Eat Ass currently sitting at a 1-5 record, ranked number 10. King Turd 2021 sitting at a 2-4, ranked number 8. Now... I'm going to go ahead and, and call it here. Is I, I believe I'm going to give it to Live Fast, Eat Ass uh, for two reasons. Uh, Joe Mixon uh, joined the team this uh, this uh, week for Live Fast, Eat Ass, as did Tyreek Hill. And to be real honest, the, the entire starting lineup is brand new except for a couple of players. Uh, ben made some really crazy moves, uh, traded with myself and maybe half the other uh, teams in the league. Uh, looking great. Uh, the only thing I think he actually he and he's been improving on his uh, his uh, bench the entire time. So uh, made some moves and I think uh, you know empty his fab budget. I think he's the only person that now is in the single digits of fab going into week four and a week in a I guess 16 weeks. I'd have to check that. Now the other thing I would say here that is favorable for King Turd 2021 is uh, Brees Hall is supposed to go off this week. You do see. Um, you do see a lot of good matchups there. I think Judy bounds back, and I see Jalen Hurts against the Jaguars. However, um, that could turn into a shootout, but I, I think the uh, 43 points and .3 going into uh, the weekend uh, really is going to make it a, a mountain that King Turd 2021 is, is going to have difficulty climbing out of. And my prediction is it is a 2-0 victory for Live Fast, Eat Ass, and King Turd 2021 um, squeaks out the median win because Jalen Hurts and Brees Hall goes off. All right, our next one, we have Bonesaw against Hans Across America. I would say these are two formidable, what I would say, playoff-bound teams, both coming off uh Two loss weekends in week three. Currently, you have Bonesaw sitting number seven. You have Hands Across America sitting number three. Uh, Hands Across America is currently favored at a 55% uh, probability for winning against the 45%. They're Bonesaw. Checking their players. Looking at any question, anybody that's uh, questionable right now, the only one is Marquise Brown there for Bonesaw. Looking at it is I'm I'm going to go ahead and I'm, I'm going to give it a one-to-one win for Bonesaw. I think he loses this matchup against Hans Across America. I think he does pull off the median. I think we see we see Hans Across America move up and uh, at least maintain that top three spot and uh, finishes six and two. Again, this is barring uh, current lineup situations. Now we have we have the six and O's. This is uh, the six and O's, uh, and what I mean by that is we have Reefer Chiefer versus Throw Some D's on it. I appreciate that image there. Uh, B or uh, Brett. I'm not going to say the last name because it's published out there. Anyways, we have Reefer Chiefer at 57% probability over a 43% probability there for uh, Throw Some D's on it. And this is the 6-0 and matchup, except uh, there for Reefer Treefer, currently sitting number two going into week four at 6-0. and And then the 0-6, throw some Ds on it, coming off of six losses. So this is actually Satan's game. Uh, this is going to be the uh, America's game of the week. I'm actually uh, I'm going to hop in here, and um, I, may, I may retract that. 
I say we got uh, Broken Ribs, Herbert, Herbie Hancock. Barkley has yet to go. He's been amazing. You have Jamal Williams, who's getting the tote first time. Stefan Diggs against Baltimore. That's going to be a gunslinger. I don't think Juju's going to do much. I hope he does because I'm a Chiefs fan. You got Dorch the Torch on there. I, You know, I just really don't see any of these. Uh, the only player I see maybe not hitting their points this week is maybe Juju. That's just because you don't know what the Kansas City offense is going to do, how Mahomes is going to uh, spread that ball around. And then you got Derek Carr and Devontae Adams. And, man, they've been struggling this year. So, actually, I was going to go. I, w- I was going to give it to throw some Ds. But I'm going first 8-0 start week four for Reefer Treefer. And I think he's going to ride that streak into week five, and maybe that's the week that he ha- finally has his loss. Um, and, I, and I think we see our number 12 throw some Ds on this drop to uh, 0-8. Oof, especially with Kamara questionable. Again, we don't know what that lineup's going to be going in tomorrow. we still got drafts or waiver, waiver wires to run here in about an hour. But now we go on to points on the pine against unicorn blood points on the pine and then you have too many cooks in the kitchen against dft uh all right uh, i'm looking at this all right here we go i'm gonna recap point or we're gonna bold predict points on the pine versus unicorn blood i was just looking at my notes you have unicorn blood here predicted 52 percent win probability over points on the pine with a 48 percent uh unicorn blood currently on a two win winning streak Ranked number nine against points on the pine who made a lot of moves last week to to shake some things up with Chubb on there. Ranked number four, four and two on a four-win winning streak. Both these guys have been feeling high off their wins, feeling good. Uh, however, though, we got Jalen Walter with a really poor performance, only not even throwing up six points uh, in that Thursday night football game. You got all good matchups for everybody. Uh, there on Unicorn Bloods, the only person with a difficult match, matchup is uh, Andrews uh, there for Baltimore against Buffalo, but I still think he, he hits his mark. And then as I'm looking at the squad, uh, and you got that you got that uh, Kirk Cousins, that Kirk Cousins game, the only other time that he's ever uh, uh, played in um, in London. Last time he went off for over 400 yards and I think four-plus tutties. Uh, you know, I think he's going to go one for one up there. I think he's going to have a, a rough game against New Orleans um, just with the time lag. I heard they're getting in late, and so they're still going to be jet lag because they're – I think they got in yesterday, um, and I know it takes some time to, to acclimate. Uh, yeah, I'm going to have to go. I'm going to have to go with a unicorn blood uh, pulling off the victory. And then I think Points on the Pine pulls off the median win. I do think uh, Points on the Pine pulls off the median win. And I'm not that confident in that just because Ezekiel Elliott and then you got Chubb up against Atlanta. Uh, I may change that. But anyways, that's the prediction. Now, we actually have uh, the other potential America's Game of the Week, and here's why. You've got you got two teams who've been slanging and banging, um, been doing really well. You got too many cooks in the kitchen coming off of uh, the first uh, two-week loss or two-loss uh, weekend. You got DFT pulling off uh, two wins last weekend. You got too many cooks in the kitchen, 47% probability. DFT, Danny's football team, 53% probability. Currently, too many cooks is at uh, rank six. You have DFT ranked at number five. This is America's game in a week because it's split down the middle. There's been some active, active movement here. There's been questionable Christian McCaffrey. Solid pickups there by too many cooks picking up both the backup running backs. You know, dropping some valuable talent just to try to block any moves that DFT would be able to if, if Christian McCaffrey's out. Now, previously this was more cowbell sh- shifted to too many cooks because Dalvin Cook, and if you didn't know, James Cook, his little brother, is also on the on the team. He's riding the pine. He's playing uh, Baltimore for Buffalo there. Uh, looking at this now, uh, you know, uh, Burrow put up a solid game, putting up 23 points there in that Thursday night football. And then Jamar Chase uh, slightly lackluster but was able to bring it back. So, it, you know, was robbed of, uh, of a touchdown. Or close to it. This will be a close game. I think um, the bold prediction here is going to be. Uh, I think you know I'm going to go ahead and and have to say put faith in my guys. I got Ted Blade Jr. 
ride, you know, fly in the cockpit. So uh, I'm going to go uh, too many cooks goes one and one, and I go uh, DFT one and one. Uh, too many cooks with the victory over DFT. Uh, well, I guess I can't do that. Uh, math doesn't work that way. So I'm going with a two win prediction for myself because uh, if I beat DFT and I was going to say I think he gets the median, then I guess that means I get two and zero. Oh. So all right, so DFT goes one and one. Too many cooks goes two and zero. Oh. That's America's game of the week. Um, honestly, wasn't going to pick that, but after seeing that it was uh, six and five and pretty even records there, three and three and four and two, uh, then the segment where it was going to go America's Undertaker of the week. Yeah, I think the most boring Thursday night matchup, or at least maybe bloodbath, we could see is Reefer Chiefer against Throw Some D's. I think um, I think Reefer Chiefer possibly puts up the most points this week. And I think throw some D's puts up the least amount of points this week. That's my bold and bold prediction. That's my hot take. Um, not really much else to go on, but uh, we're starting to see really where these guys are shaping up and who who play, what players and what teams are are making a sprint for the playoffs and which players are going to be really clawing for that playoff spot. So before I do uh, hop off, I did want to uh, share some stuff with you guys. A couple things I figured out about the app this week. Uh, whenever you are actually going and you slide over on the app and sleeper app and you're trying to find out what pay- players are available or if you go to leaders, um, I really wanted to see if I wanted to target a team to trade with and what players they were. If you go in the top hand, uh, top left-hand corner right underneath search player, there's a little filter button. You can actually filter by the NFL team if there's a player you want to uh, if you want to see what players are available by NFL team. And then you can go and immediately just uh, check out your league mate as well. I thought that was kind of a cool feature. And then the final thing I will say is um, looking at, and I'm going to try and find it here real quick, is what the playoff predictions are for right now. And I think it is under, oh, fuck, might have to leave that for next time. But anyways, all right, good luck to you folks. Uh, Enjoy it. Uh, don't drink too many cervezas. And for those of you doing Sober October, good luck. It might be stressful. And uh, at least you made it the first day uh, if you don't make it tomorrow. So, When your wife's mad at you and what do you do? Grab your flashlight. Grab your flashlight. If you had a bad day, make your troubles go away. Grab your flashlight. Grab your flashlight. It's a pocket pussy. It's a pocket tushy. Grab your flashlight. Grab your flashlight. Fucking on, Bob. Get the fuck over here. Throw your beer can at me and watch what happens. You wanna fucking do this? Throw your beer can at me and watch what happens. Get a fucking picture of I don't want a picture of my brother. Like a hobbit. I'm gonna kill that motherfucker. That's my father. I'm in. I'm in. Take a picture and supplement it. Hey, hey, this could be you, Greg. This could be you, but it's not gonna be you. You just got place, you You're loving this, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> loving this, aren't you? Fucking dick, motherfucker. You're a sucker. Dude, get a picture. Yeah. Get in there. You're fucking